Hi, this is Brian Habold. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. As of now, there will be a new episode every month. Besides that, you'll see some bonus content once in a while. When you subscribe to this channel, you will be notified when a new episode is available. It is my prayer that this message from the Word of God will give you hope and encouragement. Let's go to the message. Today I would like to talk about the following topic. God is directing your steps, so trust Him. I hope you have had moments where God opened doors and did great things in your life. I hope that we could all share stories of how God came into a situation and brought peace, healing, restoration, and provision. Moments when it seemed that it would be impossible for something to happen, but our supernatural God made it possible. God led your life, and trusting His guidance was not a difficult thing to do. But I can also imagine that you've been disappointed about how something did not happen the way you thought. Something you hoped that would succeed did not work out. Your children or grandchildren are not following the right path. Maybe you've been hurt by a relationship that did not work out. Maybe you did not got what you deserved or you lost a loved one, you faced an illness, you got fired from a job. A certain unexpected challenge appeared on your path. I want you to know today that God has strategically ordered your steps. Before you were born, He laid out every single moment of your life. He knew when things would happen and how they would happen. And He designed you right as you were supposed to be, inside and outside, in order to accomplish the steps He had strategically ordered for you. And as Christians, we can know for sure that the things that happen in our life, either good or bad, God will make sure to use it for the plan that He has in store for you. Proverbs 20 verse 24 says, A person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? God is strategically planning out a person's life. He's guiding and directing your life. Nothing that happens along the way is a surprise to God. Now, some things might be a surprise to us, but to God, everything is under control. God's essence is that He is a good God, and the plans He has for you are good. And the scripture even tells us that He will not withhold one good thing from those who love Him. Not one good thing. Do you realize that? Jeremiah, back in the Old Testament, put it this way. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Now, as you might have noticed, life is not always that great, happy, and successful. There are numbers of times when we face loss, sickness, discouragement, and bad things that happen to us. We did not see it coming, but it appeared on our path. Something that we have to understand is that whatever bad comes upon our path, it is not a way in the wrong direction. God may not send the bad, He may not send the disappointment and the loss, but He will use anything that comes your way. The second part of this verse in Jeremiah is that the plans the Lord has for you are plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And today you can live in certainty knowing that the plans the Lord has strategically planned out for your life are hopeful 
and are prosperous. Now, in your life, your circumstances might not be that hopeful and prosperous at the moment. You might be thinking, this person walked out of my life and I needed them for this plan. Or I lost the resources I thought I needed to continue the path that I walk. Or I lost my health and without it, I cannot complete the race that is laid out before me. Well, know this, although the current circumstances might not be that promising at the moment, in the end, you will have fulfillment, abundance, and prosperity. And God promises us to have a hopeful future. In the Old Testament, we see this man called Joseph. And Joseph had this big dream of being a ruler and in some high place of authority. And when he told those dreams to his family, they did not support him. As a matter of fact, his brothers got so jealous, they tried to get rid of him. Instead of killing Joseph, they threw him in a pit. And finally, they sold him as a slave to Egypt. It was an unexpected shift that took place in his life. In Egypt, Joseph worked for this man named Potiphar. Potiphar was a rich man with a big house and property. And Joseph, being a slave, was placed here and later installed to take care of the entire household. However, through an unexpected and unfair situation, he was thrown in prison for something that he did not do. Well, in prison, Joseph was helping out other people that were in the same situation as him. He was helping some of them with so much care that the guards made him in charge over the entire prison. And some prisoners that Joseph helped were released after a while. Joseph's hope was that these men that he had helped would put in a good word for him to get him out of prison. But instead of remembering all that Joseph had done for them, they completely forgot about him. Now put yourself in Joseph's shoes for a moment. He could have gotten really discouraged. He could have said, why is this happening to me? I'm a good person. Why is all this harm coming my way? I know I have a great destiny in front of me, but it seems like I'm moving in the wrong direction. But Joseph did not say that. Joseph knew that God had not forgotten about him. He knew that God was directing his steps. And so Joseph kept doing good even while the wrong things were happening because he knew he would end up where he was supposed to be. Well, after 13 years of wrong things that were happening to him, Joseph was suddenly installed as the second most important ruler over the entire nation of Egypt. Well, like with Joseph, your steps are directed by the Lord. The second part of our verse that we started with in Proverbs 20 verse 24 says, How then can anyone understand their own way? I can imagine that Joseph had no idea why he was going the way he was going. He was promised to be the ruler of a nation, but he was working as a slave and he was in prison. Only by knowing that God is directing our steps, we can imply that we also will not be able to figure out everything that happens along the way. And it requires us to trust in God when life makes sense and when life does not make sense. The scriptures command us to trust the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Only by trust in God, you will be able to handle all the questions 
you might face along the way, the questions that you might have today. So with this second part of the verse, how then can anyone understand their own way, the scripture basically says you will not be able to understand what happens along the way. And that means you need to trust God. Now let me ask you a question. Do you trust God to bring you to this hopeful and prosperous future? And do you trust Him to turn the bad into good in your life? And do you trust that God will always give you all that you need? In the summer of 2015, God started speaking to me about a church in Southern California called Shepherd's Grove with Pastor Bobby Schuler. And I knew the church from the television program called Hour of Power that his grandfather, Robert H. Schuler, hosted from the Crystal Cathedral. And since I was a little child, I used to watch this program with my family before we went to church on Sundays from the Netherlands. The program has been on television since the 1970s. God started speaking to me to go to this church and to do an internship the following summer. Now, the only problem was that I had no connection with this church whatsoever. I'm from the Netherlands, and at this moment, I was doing a Bible college in Boston on the East Coast. And California was not only on the other side of the United States, but it was twice as far from my home in the Netherlands. During the summer, I would actually have to work in order to save up money to return back to school the following school year. So looking at the situation, there were a lot of impossibilities. I didn't know anyone at the church, and I actually could not afford just doing an internship somewhere on the other side of the world because I would need to save up. But because God had spoken this to my heart, I asked him to somehow open up a door to make things possible. In the following months that summer, after God had spoken to me, I started emailing the church, trying to make a connection, but the relationship didn't really develop. In November 2015, I was invited to go to a student leaders conference from the Assemblies of God in Springfield, Missouri, because of my position at the school's government. And at this conference, there were about 40 people from different Assemblies of God schools across the United States. On one afternoon during the three-day conference, I was sitting next to one of the speakers when we went on a little bus ride. I had not met him before or spoken to him before, but I shared with this man my dream and desire of going to Shepherd's Grove in Southern California to do an internship there during the summer. I also shared that I lacked a connection and I had been praying to the Lord about opening up a door. Well, this man that was sitting next to me turned to me and he said that he lived 10 minutes away from the church. He was friends with the executive pastor that also lived one block away from his home. And he said if I needed a place to stay, I could stay at his house. Well, a few weeks later, he had put in a good word for me at the church. Eventually, I was allowed to come and I did an internship at that church the following summer. At this church, I had a tremendous time of learning and growing in the ministry and speaking and in seeing how a church functions. But besides the connection and the experience of doing an internship there, there was another problem. And that problem was that this was an unpaid internship and I would lose a summer of not working with no finances to return back to school the following semester. 
However, over the last few weeks that summer, I got blessed by different people from the church that contributed to my school bill. And when I had counted up all the money that they had given me, it was more if I would have worked a full-time job all summer. Would you say that God was directing my steps? He put the dream in my heart and made it come to pass and did more with it than I could ever think or imagine. In the United States, there are more than 300 million people living there and I was sitting right next to the perfect connection on that bus ride that opened up a door for me to be there. I want to encourage you today to please not be worried. A lot of times when circumstances happen that are unexpected, we tend to get stressed and worried. They're very human, natural responses. We don't know how certain things will work out or how we can fix them. A lot of times we can't even do anything about the situation. It is out of our hands. Jesus told us something very simple but very important. He said, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You know, worrying is not going to get us anywhere. Maybe you are stressed today, you're anxious, you're nervous, you can't sleep at night because of some things that are going on. But I want to encourage you today to please lay it down before the Lord. Because each day has enough trouble of its own. Lay down your worry. Lay down your stress. Today is a new day. The Lord is with you at this very moment. You cannot change the past and tomorrow will worry about itself. So lay down all the anxiety. The scripture even says that you cannot add a single hour of your life by worrying. There's not one hour, not even a minute, not even a second you can add to your life by worrying. So rather you can spend all these hours and all these days in peace and rest on the inside to do other things and not think about it. The founder of Hour of Power, Robert H. Schuller, said something very important about this. He said, God knows more about our tomorrows than we know about our yesterdays. You know, God is directing your steps, so trust in Him. When you gave your life to the Lord, He started leading your life. And sometimes this leading is over the mountaintop, and sometimes this leading is through difficult times. But in a certain situation, you need to just blindly accept the Lord and surrender to Him. Trusting God in the good times is easy, but trusting God in the bad times can be hard. So I'm asking you today, do you trust Him? In a life with God, He will always give you all that you need and bring you to your destiny. And if you don't have something that you think you need, if God thinks you need it, then He will give it to you when you need it. Well, as for me and as for Joseph, God is directing your steps as well. He has laid out our life and nothing is a surprise to Him. If you feel stuck, if you don't see a way out, if you think you're on the wrong path, if you don't see how this life situation is going to lead you to your God-given dream, know this, a person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? Live in this trust. Your future is hopeful and prosperous. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you for listening to this message. The gospel means the good news. 
And this good news is that Jesus Christ can save and change the lives of every person in this world. That is what he has done for me and he can do for you when you accept him in your life. Why should we keep this amazing message to ourselves? I challenge you to share it with the people around you. You are able to reach people that I might not be able to reach. If this message has encouraged you, you can show your appreciation by placing a comment, share it on social media, and talk about it with your friends. I want to say thank you for your help in advance. I hope you have a great day. God bless you, and until next month.